As we take some time to look back in the year of 2023, I think it was safe to say that the Washington Nationals had a successful 2023. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you all for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Clary. You can catch me over on Twitter at RyanClary11 and as well as the show page at LO underscore Nationals. For all your latest Nationals news and notes, just make sure to search us over on Twitter. And while you're at it, subscribe to Locked On Nationals wherever you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Again, search Locked On Nationals. There. Later on in today's show, we're going to get into the biggest goal for the Washington Nationals in 2024. And hint, this is not a team goal. You could say it's an organizational goal, but still, I think it's an interesting one that I think people should subscribe to heading into 2024. And as well, it is a very realistic one, in my opinion. Then, New Year's resolutions for the year of 2024 for this Nationals team. What do we want to see? What are some of the young guys? All the different things that could potentially happen. We got some resolutions for this team. But let's wrap up 2023 to begin the show. But before that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So let's hop in with this discussion here today as the Washington Nationals 2023 season is wrapped up officially. We are here in the final few days, December 29th of 2023, and the Nationals in 2022 only won 55 games while losing 107 games and then improving to 71 wins and 91 losses this year. That is 16 more wins than the year before. Now, are we going to go into 2024 thinking that we're going to have the 16-win jump and the Nationals are going to be able to win 87 games this year? Not necessarily, but I think they can get to that 80-win mark, and that's a little bit of a preview for what's to come later on in the show. But most importantly, 2023 was a success, and that is not something that I think a lot of Nationals fans can really even argue against. After being the worst team in baseball in 2022, you trade away Juan Soto. You're a year removed trading away Max Scherzer and as well as Trey Turner. A lot of different things did not go the Nationals' way. You trade for Josh Bell, kind of hoping to add a little bit of a juice into that lineup. Ultimately, that never really came into fruition here. He was good, but ultimately not great and didn't really kind of teeter that Nationals lineup as much as some would have hoped to back in 2021. But this year, though, it was all about the young guys. And heading into 2024, it's going to be a lot about the young guys as well. So if you go kind of go through the Rolodex here of all the young prospects that the Nationals have, excluding the guys down in the minor leagues, you have C.J. Abrams. C.J. Abrams, he was probably one of the brightest, if not the brightest spots in all of Nationals baseball from this last year. C.J. Abrams, over the summer, once he got kind of caught fire there after going up in the leadoff spot. David Martinez finally puts him up in the front, where is that's probably his natural position and natural hitting lineup there. C.J. Abrams was the star. 
in my opinion, this year. He was the guy that you can kind of really hold on to from 2023 and kind of give yourself hope for what's to come. I'm not here to say that C.J. Abrams is going to be some bona fide superstar, but I think at this moment in time, and if you're telling me you're dreaming of C.J. Abrams being an all-star player, I think that's certainly reasonable. I think that is certainly reasonable expectations to begin with as well. 22 years old, manning that shortstop position this year, stealing 40-plus bags in the way that he did, kind of catching fire in the second half of the season, hitting 18 home runs. That is all things that you can kind of look at and kind of hold on to and say, this is going to be a future all-star, probably no matter what way you look at it. Hitting 18 home runs, stealing 40-plus bags. I'm not talking about this guy being a 40-40 kind of player. He's never going to hit 40 home runs in his career in a single season. But going forward, thinking that he could be a 2020 player every single year, at 22, hitting 18-plus home runs over this season, not something that a lot of people expected. In fact, I did not expect this kind of power whatsoever after only hitting a handful in 2022. C.J. Abrams, he showed us a lot of different things. But most importantly, being a franchise shortstop, being a former top prospect, being one of the centerpieces in that Juan Soto trade, that's just the first domino of what was to fall for the Nationals. And that's kind of what you needed to get that momentum going because then our second domino was Mackenzie Gore. You finally got to see him in the Washington Nationals, down in D.C., pitching on Half Street there at Nationals Park. And ultimately, it was a successful season for Mackenzie Gore as well. You saw a lot of different things that kind of hand-strung him a little bit while he was walking, guys, kind of struggling to find the zones at portions of this season. But still, you saw the elite strikeout rate. And with the strikeout rates, some people may overlook that. I don't. It's always something that I believe that if you can get this batter out, it doesn't matter what major league hitter it is. It is still a major league batter. If you're going to get someone out and most importantly, strike them out, number one, that tells me a lot about your stuff already. And when you're in your mid-20s, still learning, second full season in the major leagues, Mackenzie Gore, this was also a big successful season for him. And it just doesn't even end there, to be honest with you. Because 2023, again, was about all these young pieces. But Mackenzie Gore and C.J. Abrams, those are the two guys you really look at after you trade away Juan Soto for guys like that. And you still have James Wood and all the other prospects that are still down in the minor leagues that are hopefully cooking as well. But the guys in the major league lineup every single day and every five days for Mackenzie Gore's case, you can look at those guys and say, this is why we traded away Juan Soto to get young pieces like this. You now potentially have your franchise shortstop that could be an all-star, that could be a 2020 candidate nearly every single year, that someone who could seal 60-plus bases in an entire season of being healthy. There's a lot of different things you can kind of grasp and hold on to here. Mackenzie Gore, there was flashes of him potentially being an ace down the line, and he's going to get better as he just kind of sets in and settles into what the Nationals want him to do. The not last but not least, Josiah Gray making an all-star campaign this year after, let's be honest, having a very kind of bad 2022 season, leading the National League in home runs given up, leading the National League in walks over 2022, improving both those categories dramatically over the course of this season, getting an all-star vote, going in to Seattle and representing the Washington Nationals there. Not many people could probably say that you were expecting an all-star kind of leap for Josiah Gray, 
but the Nationals did get that this year. So most importantly, was this whole season dramatically different from last year? Not necessarily. I can tell you one thing. It was a better product. You could just go out there and you didn't have to close your eyes every time you're watching this team. This was actually something that, not to say you could be proud of. You have higher expectations than that. But this is something that you can kind of hold hope for. You can kind of look at this team and understand the direction that they're going in. That is a big, mean reason why as to why this team is going to be successful going forward and why they could continue to kind of trend upwards for what it seems at this moment. So going ahead, and we didn't even get to mention Lane Thomas here. Lane Thomas, while, again, nothing too flashy, nothing too sexy, but Lane Thomas and the improvement that he showed this year, what he did over 162 games, and yes, tell me about how it's only against left-handed pitching. You trade away this guy for John Lester, and he's giving you good to great at-bats nearly every single day, and this guy was in the all-star conversation back in June and July. Think about that for a second. When you trade him away for a 95-year-old John Lester who's completely over the hill, that is a success story in itself. And I think with Nationals fans going forward, if you want to kind of just hold on to something there, Lane Thomas is one of those figures that you can say, this guy could have something. And I think in 2023, no one is probably really expecting to say that going forward. But here we are going into 2024. You could be finding a lot of different answers here for the Washington Nationals. Thank you all for making Locked On Nats your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, check us out over on YouTube. Just search Locked On Nationals there. And of course, wherever you get your podcasts, search Locked On Nationals there. And that is where you will find us every single day, Monday through Friday, in the in during the season. Next, we'll talk to you guys about our New Year's resolutions as there's a lot of different things that you can kind of look at and say, this is going to be a major goal for this Nationals team. But we've narrowed it down to just a few of the main ones that you're going to want to hear. I'll tell you about those after I tell you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. And as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action because the app is so easy to use. And there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Again, FanDuel.com slash locked on. And maybe you want to bet against the commanders this weekend. I say go for it because the 49ers and Brock Party, they're going to get right this week against us. That's what I'm going to do. But most importantly, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season because FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Now we get back into it as we get into some 2024 goals for this Washington Nationals team. Number one, this is not in any pecking order, by the way. This is just goals in general. here. Number one, Mackenzie Gore can stay healthy again for 2024 and finish with a sub four ERA. Mackenzie Gore this year was basically healthy through the entire way, had a, f- a few blister issues, but most importantly, that was not a real concern down the stretch for the Nationals. Mackenzie Gore, 
he's going to be your frontline starter, in my opinion. Unless the Nationals go out there and kind of sign their Max Scherzer again, Mackenzie Gore in-house, if you're talking about guys who are just already here that we know and really what we can predict going forward, Mackenzie Gore is going to be your ace, you could say. He's going to be your number one guy, in my opinion, to where you're going to want him to pitch in Game 7 of the World Series. You're going to want him to pitch out there in Game 1 of the NLCS or your one-win, winner-take-all wildcard game. You want Mackenzie Gore in those situations. So when I mean ace, I mean kind of big game pitchers. Mackenzie Gore, I think he showed a lot of that this year. He showed a lot of potential going up against big, stealthy opponents, but he never really backed down. That is something that I like about Mackenzie Gore, and I think that's something that he's going to build off of. And something that resonates with me is that Mike Rizzo, after 2022 with Josiah Gray, he was asked about kind of what was their thoughts on the season. He led the NL in home runs. He led the NL in walks. And he went out there and said, well, he stayed healthy, and that was a very important thing. Now he's going to know what it takes to have a full, healthy MLB season under his belt. And a lot of people are kind of like, including myself, what is he talking about? This makes no sense. Josiah Gray went out and had an all-star season this last year, so obviously it makes some sense, and Mike Rizzo knows what he's doing. Mackenzie Gore just had that first full season, staying relatively healthy. Again, the blister issues, that comes up with pitchers. But overall, Mackenzie Gore was healthy. This year, maybe that's kind of his all-star campaign. Maybe he's going to be the one representing the Nationals and wearing that curly W wherever the all-star game is this year. And I could certainly see that, by the way. That's not something that you can say is some crazy outlander stretch. Also, second goal of this year, Josiah Gray can build off another all-star campaign and stay consistent through the summer. We saw Josiah Gray kind of fall off in August and early, early September from this year after having a brilliant first half of the season, looking very good. Every single start, it just seemed as if he was getting more confident and just getting better overall. His mechanics were consistent as ever, but then he kind of found that little hitch in his step, you could say. He kind of limped to the finish line there, but ultimately got back on track. Now this year, the goal is stay consistent for that entire time. Josiah Gray proved this year that he could be a very good middle rotation arm on a good postseason team. Is he going to be your frontline starter? Not necessarily, but a three starter on a very good team. That is something that you probably feel very good about moving forward with Gray. And I think that's kind of the role that he could be in going forward again after being an all star this year. And he, he did deserve that, by the way. Going into this season, number one, he's going to have to stay healthy. And that is something that he has done throughout his career. So, Ultimately, I'm not too worried about that aspect of it. But I do want to see him kind of take those next steps. See what he can do. Stay consistent. Go six to seven innings. Have Davey Martinez kind of let the leash loose a little bit with him. Let him go out there. Let him make mistakes and let him learn from those mistakes. I think that's going to be a big part of 2024 and hopefully beyond with Josiah Gray because, again, all-star campaign, you can build off of that. It's just how big and how mighty can he get with this? We'll just have to see in 2024. Another one, catcher Kiebert Ruiz. A big goal for him, I need to see improved defense. Kiebert Ruiz, we've talked about it with Baseball Savant here and all the different metrics that kind of show about how he took this defensive step back in the year of 2023. In 2022, his defense was very solid, leading the league in pickoffs over at first, Kiebert Ruiz this year 
was not all that great. His blocking, his framing, all the different categories rank kind of in the bottom tier as far as defensive catchers go. Now, here's the good thing. He did take a step up this year offensively, and that is something that I think a lot of people, including myself, want to a little prioritize here. But going into 2024, if we can find a way for Kiber Ruiz to kind of stay consistent, not only stay consistent offensively, but stay consistent defensively and kind of do something that he didn't do all year, which is play good defense. Riley Adams was no world beater back there either by any stretch of the imagination, but he was better than Kiber Ruiz. And you could now again, in limited time and limited opportunities, Riley Adams did do better offensively, but ultimately Kiber Ruiz is still going to be the guy. He's just going to have to find a way to kind of balance out his approach at the plate, kind of take him more walks. Well, strikeouts are never a concern with Kiber Ruiz, but still, you get the point. We need to see just a little bit more from Kiber Ruiz. Kind of take those next steps in your development, kind of get the most out of you. You've already got your extension. You're going to be here for a good time. Hopefully, the Nationals can just get a little bit more and kind of juice that lemon just a little more. Dylan Cruz. This is a New Year's resolution that I think a lot of Nationals fans will want to hear. will definitely want to subscribe to going into 2024. Dylan Cruz cracks a major league lineup and provides an instant impact. I believe Fangrass right now projects him to have a negative F war going into 2024. I'm just going to sit here right now. Dylan Cruz, he could be in the opening day lineup and probably bat 280 in the majors and have like a 780 OPS over the course of his first few months this season. I'm not concerned about Dylan Cruz, but I can tell you this, he's going to be in the majors at some point this summer, whether it's the middle of July, whether it's late August or early September, Dylan Cruz will be in this nationals lineup barring any injury. And when he does get there, I think he's going to have a pretty great impact. And I don't think that's something outlandish to say either. I don't think it's crazy to think that Dylan Cruz will not only be in the majors this year, but also have a relatively big impact on this Nationals team. It's not going to be 2012 Bryce Harper kind of impact there. That team was a lot better. That team was ready to win right then and right there. They had a lot better pitching. They had a better bullpen and ultimately just had a better team overall. But Dylan Cruz in this year and kind of just thinking about it, one of the better prospects, one of the better hitting prospects to come out of the draft in quite some time is going to be in your Nationals lineup in 2024. There's going to be a big difference. It doesn't matter who's in that lineup. There's going to be a big difference when Cruz enters that lineup. And when he does, you're going to see improvements from maybe Lane Thomas, certainly C.J. Abrams, Kiebert Ruiz. It's going to benefit all these guys because it's just another guy that you're going to have to kind of pitch around. And certainly Dylan Cruz, People are and pitchers are going to pitch around him. They're not going to want him to swing away and tee off just as he did in the SEC. So once Dylan Cruz cracks the MLB lineup, it's going to have a major impact on this Nationals team. James Wood, Brady House, both knocking on the doorstep of the bigs. That is another kind of final goal here for this Washington Nationals team, and you understand why. If Brady House and James Wood can also be cracking the door for the major leagues, potentially getting their foot in the door into the Nationals clubhouse in 2024, that is when kind of the fun starts. When you get guys like Cruz, House, Wood, all up in the majors, maybe Yohandi Morales eventually as well. When you have all these guys up in the majors, 
that is when people will start kind of filing back into Nationals Park. That is when you can really kind of tip your cap to Mike Rizzo and say, we see your vision. We see what we're trying to do here. And if the Nationals fans, you may not all be too happy, and that's fine. But once you get these guys, these three guys, James Wood, Dylan Cruz, and Brady House, your big three prospects, once you get them in the door, you're going to understand as to why we did what we have done over the last few years. You'll understand why we, quote unquote, tanked just for the last few years. It's all going to make sense. It'll all fall into place eventually. And I think people will understand as to why we do that. Last but not least, Cade Cavalli can bounce back from Tommy John and show promise with his fastball velocity back up in 2024. He's going to be back in the majors at some point, maybe late spring, late May, early June to mid-July. That's kind of the range that we're looking at here for Cade Cavalli. And I think right now the expectations should probably be a little bit lower than what a lot of people may be thinking considering former first-round pick, former top prospect of this team. There's still a lot to like about Cavalli, but ultimately you can't really just sit here and say, oh, he's going to have a huge breakout season. He's coming off Tommy John surgery. Really what the goal is for him, he's going to have to stay healthy and just show a little bit of improvement. Kind of get better every five days. Get better every single start. Go a little bit longer. He's going to have a pitch limit. There's going to be an innings limit on him as well. The Nationals, they're not really going to be wanting to move him up and down too much. So we'll just have to see what Kate Cavalli does. But ultimately, he's going to be a big part of 2024 and beyond for this Washington Nationals team. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top stories of the sports day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. And next, guys, the biggest goal of 2024, I'll tell you after the break. And now we get back into it as we are here with Locked On Nationals. Just make sure to search Locked On Nationals wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, search us over on YouTube. Subscribe to Locked On Nationals for all your latest Nationals news and notes. That is where you'll find the best and the only video version of the Washington Nationals. So, the biggest goal for 2024. Mike Rizzo, Lerner Family. We're going to be inking C.J. Abrams to a contract extension to stay with the Washington Nationals. You can say what you want about C.J. Abrams. You may not be 100% sold on him. You may may not be convinced that C.J. Abrams is going to be your shortstop of the future. That's you. I'm convinced at this moment in time. I'm convinced that C.J. Abrams is going to be that guy for the Washington Nationals. He's going to be one of those kind of franchise guys that will be on the banner on Half Street, those big banners that are covering the parking garages, his face is going to be up on there. When you talk about the Washington Nationals, his face will be on that kind of primetime ESPN Sunday Night Baseball countdown logo. C.J. Abrams is going to be the face of the Washington Nationals until the likes of Dylan Cruz or maybe James Wood comes up and that may change. But as we sit here today, he's the guy that you want representing this team. He's the guy that I think you can really kind of hang your hat on and say, this guy's going to be a stud. He really is. I truly do believe in the fact that hitting 
for a little bit more power than what you may anticipate and stealing a lot more bags than any of us could fathom at this moment. C.J. Abrams, you want to give this guy an extension. I have a lot of faith in C.J. Abrams being an all-star, being that kind of Trey Turner type of player that we were all hoping that we would get out of him. Going into last year, I was a little worried overall about C.J. Abrams. I still liked the prospect. I still believed in the talent. But ultimately, I didn't really know what to expect with him. After what I saw this year, again, as a 22-year-old, getting better every single day and really kind of getting that hot streak going back in midsummer, settling in over defensively at shortstop, making web gem plays, making great throws, covering a ton of ground at shortstop there. You see as to why he was a top 10 prospect in baseball. You see why he was a key contributor in that Juan Soto trade and why the Nationals would have never made that trade without C.J. Abrams in it. You see all the potential. You see all the tools that he possesses at his skill set that not many people in baseball can really say we have the same skill set as C.J. Abrams and what this guy can bring to the table. If the Nationals were smart, you go up to him and you try to make a contract extension. Listen, the Lerner family, Mike Rizzo, they know what the fans talk about. They know what they say about them. You can't keep your stars in D.C., Show us, show the Nationals fans, show everyone here in D.C. You extend C.J. Abrams, I promise you, people will be happier and it'll be the right decision to make as well. That is your big goal for 2024 for all the Nationals fans. So last but not least, thank you all the listeners over the course of this season. It has been a fun one. 2023 is here to come to an end. I will talk to you guys next year. And of course, Locked on Nationals is not going anywhere. We'll be here still every single day, Monday through Friday during the end season. But of course, now we're in the off season, so a little bit less Nationals content. But in season, it's coming up in about next month and a half. Stay tuned for a lot more here to come on Locked on Nationals. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. I'll talk to you next year.